Hello and welcome to the last and final episode of season one of the Inspire podcast. First and foremost, before even starting to talk about the topic today, I want to thank you so much for taking the time for listening to this episode. And if you've listened to any of the other episodes, or if all of them, thank you for doing that too. And if you haven't, I urge you to listen to them right now. They are really interesting. I've heard really good feedback on them, and I would love to hear yours as well. So today is the last episode, as I said, and we need to conclude it in a nice way that doesn't necessarily just shift into a different topic. I thought, why not talk about the experience itself? Recording a podcast and running a podcast is not something that I've been doing for a long time. This is the first season, as I said, I only started doing it two months ago. And just like any other experience, you start with a lot of questions, you start with a lot of concerns. And, you know, I kind of like when I was thinking about it right now, thinking about the topic, I started writing down a few things that I kind of like learned by running this podcast itself and the values that I believe that we need to keep in mind or the values that we need to actually embrace across our lives, really throughout our lives in order to perhaps have a sustainable dream and a sustainable goal and to achieve them every single time. Some of the things I'm going to talk about right now might be things I mentioned in the previous episodes, but the reason I'm mentioning them today is because I believe that whenever you want to start a new project, there are certain pillars, there are certain factors that really play a role in how you do things and why you do things and how it goes and when you give up or how long you last in the process itself. But when you start working on any projects, really, you're kind of like... You know, you're aiming for a big goal. You're aiming to be the best of the best, the best artist, the best comedian, the best public speaker, etc. You end up going out in the world and you start putting things into play and you realize that you're not necessarily the best yet. And it takes a while for you to kind of exceed that curve of your imagination where you actually either become equal to your imagination itself or better than what you even imagined. But from the point when you start to the point where you get to the equilibrium or across it, sometimes it could be days, sometimes it could be weeks, months, or even years for some people. Any project that you go into that you don't have that much experience in, it's almost impossible for you not to go through these things. And when you start to grasp this idea where it's almost impossible for you not to go through these um, traps uh, or these mistakes, then you, you might feel a little bit more comfort. You might feel a little bit more confidence in anything that you pursue. So this point goes out to all the people that are trying to start their new projects. You're trying to start an Instagram page or you're trying to start a YouTube channel. Don't expect a lot of customers from day one. If you're expecting a lot of attention from day one, you're being too much of an idealist. You're thinking way ahead of the curve, which is sometimes very good. As an idea, theoretically, very good. It's part of visualization, and I urge you to do it every single day. But, there's always a but. If you base everything you're doing on that long-term vision, you might forget what you need to do right now, and you, you might be too obsessed or dwelling on the future. As they all say, the present moment is the moment we have. So you, you might as well make the most out of it. That's number one. But number two, make the most out of it in a way that makes sense. So let's get to the points I want to talk about today. There are three points, very simple points. Let's begin. Point number one, you will never know until you try. So many people think that, yes, as I just said, so many people are scared of things, so they get into things and then they give up easily. Now, the situation that's a bit worse than this is when you don't necessarily go get into something because of your fear right from the start. As I spoke in one of my previous episodes in the sense that we tend to start any project with a lot of uh, projections. We tend to start not even the project itself. We, We tend to start the idea or the ideation, as they say, with a lot of assumptions. 
we kind of like think that we can see beyond the uh, beyond all the doors that are out there beyond all the points that we're thinking of so i'll give you an example when i first thought of this podcast the first thing that came to my mind was Will people think that I'm doing something just for branding purposes? Will people say that I'm just trying to do something different just to stand out? Will people say things that I don't like? Will someone listen to this and tell me that I have a horrible voice? Will someone listen to this and tell me that I don't actually know anything? I'm not knowledgeable, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's so easy to think of the negative things because they're so easily available. They are so easily available because it's in your own thoughts. These are things you are you're thinking about every single day. So when you're telling your mind to reach out, to find thoughts out there in your mind or in your brain, they're very easily accessible. But the hard ones to get are the positive ones because you're not necessarily thinking about them. This actually relates to point number three that we're just going to talk about in a minute, which is we're creatures of habit. And if you practice, if you get into this habit where you tell yourself positive things, then you might just change what's actually accessible to your mind in that moment. So all I want to say is that You never know until you try. Don't start any project with negative speculations or negative assumptions. That doesn't do you any favor. If the world is going to criticize you and put you down as your thoughts are telling you, then the least you could do is look yourself in the mirror and tell yourself you're going to succeed. And only then will you actually pick yourself up and move forward from step one to step two to step three and to success ultimately. So the lesson from point number one really is that yes, start a project, but don't assume what you see after door one. You might open door one and door one can lead you to door two, three, four, and five. Doors you've never ever even imagined or envisioned in your mind because simply you didn't know they were available. And as I said in one of my previous episodes, yes, there will always be the critics, the people that give you the criticism, the negative feedback, and all the things you don't want to hear. But always remember that there are always the supporters that are out there. The amount of people that have supported me throughout this podcast are countless. And I never even imagined them when I first started this. I always thought there's going to be someone that hates it. But I never imagined someone that actually tells me, hey, you know what, Hussein? Good job on your work. Moving to point number two. Now, point number two is a very important one. And to be honest, it gets on my nerves because I was a victim of this, uh, perhaps, um, curse, as, as I call it. One of the reasons we give up on things is not because we think they're going to fail sometimes. It's because we base our judgment on happiness. We think that our judgment on something that whether it goes well or it goes bad or whether you need to continue with it or not continue with it, whether you need to kind of like make it grow or stop the project, it's because you base it on happiness. And this goes out to all the people that are just starting, as I said in point one. If you're just starting, you're going to get spikes in energy. And I'm a victim of that. I get so many spikes in energy. But you know what? Over time, I kind of like accepted it in myself. When I don't have a spike in energy, I just sit down, watch a movie. But when I do feel a spike in energy, I take advantage of it. Like today, I haven't felt very well in the past few days. I didn't want to record an episode. And there's no shame in that. There really, truly, there's no shame in that. And I can say it publicly, I don't mind. But all I can say is that, yes, today I feel like I feel well. I feel good. I feel a spike in energy and I took advantage of it. And I thought, you know what? I don't want to base my life on happy moments. I want to base my life on fulfilled moments. So what does that mean? When you base your life on happy moments, you're basing your life on short-term pleasures. You're basing your life on the likes that you get on your pictures, positive comments that people tell you about your podcast, about your videos, about your music, about your voice, etc. You're basing your life on the extremely short-term pleasures or sources of pleasure that really bring you no value in your life. 
They are going to make you happy, logically, but for how long will that last? Remember the last time you posted a picture on Instagram? How did it feel when you got the likes and the comments and all the DMs, etc.? It felt good. And yes, I feel good too. But if you were to base your life and your success and your judgments on whether something has to continue or not on happiness, then you might not last that long. Because the moment you start feeding yourself with a lot of happiness, you will get to a point where you're almost burnt out. You have no other sources of happiness that you go downhill. And when you go downhill, all of your ambitions, all of your projects, everything you're doing goes downhill with you. On the other hand of things is fulfillment. When you base what you're doing on fulfillment, you will do it not because you want short-term pleasures. In fact, you're doing it because you have a long-term goal. When I started this podcast, I never started it because I wanted good feedback or people to give me a round of applause or my dad to kind of like tell me, hey, good job, son, or, and all that jazz. The reason I did it is because I knew for a fact that if I was to get into the public speaking world, or not necessarily public speaking, just the world where you influence and inspire, you need to start your kind of like you start your journey with knowledge, right? You need to start stepping into the knowledge field and kind of like the find yourself field. And I knew that one of the mediums to do that is podcasting, is why not voice my opinion through podcasts. There's no shame in that, right? If I claim to be a public speaker, then why am I so shy uh, to speak behind a mic? I shouldn't be. So I took it as a challenge. But it's not a challenge to make me feel happy tomorrow. It's a challenge that would make me wake up tomorrow with a fulfilled mindset that, you know what, I am taking a step forward towards my end goal in the future. Point number three is just as important. And this is the one I mentioned in point number one, which is we are creatures of habits. Whatever you do, really, you're going to build a habit off it if you do it enough, if you do it often. So the question or the answer or the advice I want to tell you is this. If we are creatures of habit, then you might as well choose the right habit. You really might as well choose the right habit. Every single person has their own habits, their own lifestyles, their own ways of doing things. And I'm in no place to judge that. But what I'm here to do is to tell you that build the right habits that fit in your lifestyle, that fit in your lifestyle to make you fulfilled. And the question I want to ask you right now is what are the habits that you've built in the past month? Let's look at quarantine. What have you done over quarantine that built a habit in you that you can take forward to your work life, to your your educational life, to any career, anything you're doing in your life? How can you pick it up and take it forward? Think about it for a moment. If the answer is, oh, I have a lot of them, then congratulations. You've done the right thing. But then let's dig deeper. What are these habits? What have you done? Have you built a habit of binge-watching things? Have you built a habit of doing a lot of courses? Have you built a habit of waking up to Instagram and sleeping, staring at Instagram? Have you built a habit of not sitting with your parents? Have you built a habit of doing your bed? There's so many habits that we can build and they're so easily built if we put so much time in them. But some of the ones I just mentioned are either positive or very negative. And the reason I mention them is because I want to show you, I want to tell you that it's really in your hands. It literally almost is in your hands. I mean, I'll make a confession, really. In the past few days or weeks, especially in quarantine, just like most people, you know, I started realizing that my screen time was exponential. It was increasing every single day. I got to a point where I looked down on my phone and I went to screen time. It was up to eight hours of my day spent looking at a screen. And I asked myself the question that if I had the chance to substitute, not necessarily the eight hours, let's just say four hours, six hours of these eight hours 
on actual productive things. I don't need to be writing a PhD paper about productive things. Reading an article, watching a video, watching a webinar, maybe reading a book. Then how would my life change? And you know what? I woke up the next morning and I just made a promise. And I started. And you know, when you start to appreciate the habit, when you start to like it, it just becomes normalized. You need to seek normalization. But for you to start your life or to lead your life or start anything with the expectation that's going to be normalized right away in your life, well, you're being unrealistic. So going back to point one or point two and this point as well, really, what I'm trying to say is that if you were to start any project and this podcast was mine, it could be anything that you choose. If you were to start it with the expectation that you're going to have 100% satisfaction from day one, I will tell you not to do it right away because you're being unrealistic. I urge you to grasp the fact and the idea that please, please, please be realistic and understand and accept and appreciate the fact that you need to choose the right habit. I truly believe that in this life, we wake up every morning with a choice to do one of two things. We either choose to lead our lives in that 24-hour day, aiming to be happy or aiming to be fulfilled. These are the basis to anything that you're doing. If you were to lead your life with a happy mindset, you're not going to get much. If you were to lead your life with a fulfilled mindset, you're going to reach out for the stars. Because every single thing in your body will be believing that you can. Whereas if you're happy, your mind will just be craving a boost of dopamine after a boost, after a boost, after a boost. And it's only a matter of time for you to lean onto external sources, smoking, drinking, and even worse, sometimes drugs and whatnot. I want to end with a quote by Jim Carrey, and he said, I wish everyone could become rich and famous so that they know it's not the solution. And he said that because he wanted to reach fulfillment. He knew everyone was aiming for happiness. The way I want to end this season really is aim to be fulfilled. Forget about happiness. Happiness, a short-term result. Don't waste your time building the wrong habits. Build the right ones. And you know what? Whatever it is that you dreamed of, just get it started. And always remember, it's always, always, always difficult at the start. Thank you so much for listening to the final episode of season one. It's a longer episode than usual. It's just I had so much to say and I'm truly passionate about this episode. So thank you so much for listening. I just want to say that season two is coming. Now, season two will be a bit different. If you've listened this far, you're going to have a kind of like a spoiler. Season two will actually be pure interviews. It was going to be all about other people, influential people, people that have changed something in their lives and in someone else's life. So I truly cannot wait for you to listen to all the episodes, all the great stories, all the great inspiration. Without further ado, I shall see you very soon. Thank you again.